You're listening to the 414 Creative Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Curtis. And on the show, we do a deep dive with entrepreneurs on all things business, faith, and how to build a lasting legacy. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Guys, welcome to the 414 Creative Legacy Podcast. Today is a different episode. We are going to try out something new where we talk about business. We talk about uh, some of the ideas and some of the strategies that we think that you can start implementing in your business uh, today. This episode is going to be about a business, a hypothetical business, and how to take your product to the market with no money and what you should do and how to build it and how to build it cheap and then how to um, grow and start investing in different aspects to to scale your business. So I'm going to sit down with my wife, Melissa, and we're going to do a hypothetical scenario, somebody who has a business and how they can start from the ground and go up. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Baby, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be back. We've been together all day, but you know, I'm going to make I, it sound like we're together most of yes. the day. <laughs> all day, every day. Yes. I married you, so I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. We thought that this would be a fun, a fun episode for us to to bring a little bit of our strategy in, to bring a little bit of our coaching in. And to help some people out there, we actually know several people in our world who have recently started their own kind of side hustle business, whether it is from handmade custom earrings to tumbler mugs to starting their own boutique um, where they have their inventory. They don't have a storefront, but they have their own inventory that they carry. One of the questions we get often is from new business owners who are, you know, starting, maybe they have a hobby and are starting to make a little bit of income or they want to grow a side hustle, but they're not exactly at the place to have a website, to bring on help, you know, to do all of those things that we think we have to do to have a successful business. So we're going to start from the ground up and our hypothetical business today is handmade earrings. So maybe you've seen them around. They're very trendy right now in shops and boutiques of, you know, the clay dangly, beautiful earrings. Yeah. So what do you do if you have an, an, an idea, um, a hobby, a passion to make these things and you want to make some money off of them? You, you kind of think, oh, I can I can make a little side hustle. Um, you're not ready to leave your nine to five, but you want to do this because you're excited about it and you know that you could sell it to, to the market and people would buy it. So what do you do? This is what I would recommend um, is who do you know? You know, talk to the, your girlfriends and say, hey, would you be interested in, in purchasing this? And you can start out really, really low. I would imagine on a on a business like this, the um, the the cost of material is probably pretty low, and your time, you know, you're make you make earrings at night, maybe, 
waking up pretty early in the morning, maybe making one or two. I don't, I don't specifically know what it takes to actually, you know, finish out one set of earrings, but I would imagine that it takes a little bit of time, but probably not like a, a large amount of time. So I would go out and just say, Hey, you know, I'm selling these who would like them. And one way to do that is social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, those places are free to get started. The low, low hanging fruit are your friends. So that's where I would start. I have more ideas on, on what to do next, but I'm going to let Melissa kind of chime in on this one. Yeah. So number one is to, I think what Joshua, you know, really briefly touched on is make sure there's a market there. Make sure you have customers, um, you understand your customers, you got to look at your price point. We won't dive into all of those things right now in this episode, but making sure that there's a decent margin for you to be able to bring in income, to put in back, back into your business and to grow your business. And the marketing strategy is one old school marketing, like eyeball to eyeball, meeting people, talking to people going to events, showing up um, in different venues so that people can become familiar with what it is that you have to sell and showing up on social media. There are so many businesses out there, six, seven figure businesses who have grown and scaled solely using social media. It's completely possible Now, we don't actually suggest that. Um, We don't suggest keeping all of your eggs in the social media basket, but it is absolutely a place where you should be and it's free. Why not start there? So, babe, will you talk a little bit about, um, like, let's go Facebook specifically, how to utilize, I I feel like that's a pretty common platform. Oh, you can even go TikTok because I know you love TikTok. Um, how would you utilize social media if you are talking to someone who has an earring business that they're growing? Yeah. So what I would suggest is, you know, set up your, your Facebook page just because you want to have a business page. It's not saying that everybody's going to go straight to your Facebook business page, but you need to have it. It's real estate. It's free to have. The other thing that I would do immediately is start um, a Facebook VIP group where, you uh, put the post out saying, hey, I have a VIP group. If anyone's interested in being part of this group who, you know, I'm going to be posting, you know, either bi-weekly or monthly deals on my earrings and start bringing people into that. Now, with that group, the cool thing is, is you can start collecting uh, emails from that point. And your questions that you have for people to join that group, you can set up you know, an email capture. I've joined multiple groups where I get put on an email list just by, you know, answering the questions to get into that group. That's crucial. You want to do that because whenever you grow to scale your business, your email list is going to be super important. So in that group, you're going to be welcoming people. You're going to be super encouraging, thanking them for being there. If you've got customers already who are in that group, they've already bought from you, you've already asked them to send you photos of them wearing the earrings, and you're going to shout them out. You're going to say, hey, thank you, Sally, for your purchase of this type of earring. I really appreciate your business. 
you're going to just constantly make raving fans out of that VIP group. And every once in a while, you're going to come, you're going to post on your personal page about the amazing things that are happening in Mm -hmm. your VIP group. Girls love to be together and they love to be excited together. And so you're just going to make your earring business an experience, Mm. right? Because girls want to be part of experiences. And so that's what I would I'm actually part of a lot of VIP groups. Yeah. Like so you see clothing lines do this, you see boutiques do this. Yeah. Where they post their outfits of the day, a promo of the day, a sale of the week. Yeah. So, it's it's uh, a it's a phenomenal place to to <laughs> to grow your customer um, and to grow your business. And you just use that that VIP group to nurture your fan base, to nurture your customers. And actually make sales, don't you? Yes. Agree? Yeah. Like, you po- like if you've got uh, a special set of earrings coming out, you want to, you want to sell in that group. Right. You want to sell in that group. You're going to spend probably 50% of your time nurturing and 50% of your time selling, which is, which is what you want to do. So here's the cool thing. You don't need a website right away because you have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Your Facebook VIP group can be your website where you basically you're just curating sales on the day on a daily basis to to just get your name out there and to um you know make sales, right? So that's how you want to view that because you're eventually gonna want a website. It's gonna be crucial for you to have a website, but you don't have the money for that right now. And that's totally fine. You're girl, you're starting from the ground. Mm-hmm. And and so that's what I would do. And then you want to transition over to, to Instagram. You want to start posting really great photos of your earrings on Instagram. Uh, it's really easy to take good photos in the in it's really good. It's really good. Let me just put this on. I'm gonna change what I just said. because uh, I'm a photographer. It's really easy to take good photos with your phone. Okay. And if, you know, you just throw your, throw your earrings on a wood table and take a photo of them and, you know, with good lighting, with good lighting. Yes. It's not super, it's not super difficult. Right. If you can figure out how to set up a Facebook group, you can figure out how to take good photos of your earrings. Right. Um, And just start posting and start talking about, you know, how much fun you're having and make it exciting and um, get engagement using using stories i do this again i follow several brands and boutiques some of which i've never bought from because they're really expensive but whenever they ask for polls which do you like this or this which do you like this or this there is actually a a business out there where she when she goes to source her like the next season's line she will get your opinion like where you can vote would you like to see this in the spring line or not things like that letting people know what you're doing some behind the scenes and getting them involved and engaged and then always pointing them back to that facebook group yeah so that is basically your online storefront for for right now in the meantime you don't have a brick and mortar you don't have a physical shop your shop right now is that facebook group to kind of get everybody there um in one big party 
where you can promote your items. You can have flash sales, you know, in the next 24 hours, this certain line is whatever percent off. You can do fun giveaways if somebody shares or tags. So kind of in this season of your business, viewing that Facebook group as your storefront. In addition to, if you have a good market and if you have the bandwidth to have the inventory on hand, getting out in the community, like good old fashioned marketing still works. Get out in the community, host tables at events, go to local shops and boutiques. Are they interested in carrying some of your earrings? Five, six, 10 pairs. That's a low cost for the boutique. It's a low, you know, it's not a high stake investment for them. And it also helps with some cash flow for you. So number one, like feet to the ground marketing and utilizing social media. Is there anything else you would say with that? The only thing that I would add is you could offer a referral program to your VIP members. Mm. And this could look something like this. You can always, you know, tweak it however you would like. But if you're... VIP members refer somebody and they buy a pair of earrings. Your VIP members get a free pair of their mm. choosing, right? Where it's it's an incentive for your VIP members to, to bring people into the community. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the questions that you can have. Who's referred you, right? right. And so uh, that's one thing that I would do to incentivize your fan base. Mm-hmm and make them part of your your like army of marketers right and really take care of them Mm -hmm. and every once in a while you might could save up some cash and give have like a 50 dollars giveaway to the person who brings in the the first five sales or like something like Mm -hmm. that you know so get kind of creative with that oh i mean you just open like you could have a whole little yeah i mean that's social selling right there you could have little brand ambassadors out there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so look at this. You haven't you haven't spent any money on marketing yet. You haven't right. spent any money on paying somebody like us to build you a website. Mm-hmm. You haven't spent any money on having a photographer come take photos of your stuff. You haven't spent any marketing money. You've literally just spent zero dollars on marketing mm-hmm. unless you've done a booth or something like that, which I wouldn't, I traditionally wouldn't do that. But you just, you haven't you spent any money. So that's phenomenal. So now, what do you do with all that money that you've got? I would recommend taking a percentage of it. So some of it's going to go back into material cost mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You're not paying yourself yet. All your money is going back into your business. And every time that you make a sale, a percentage of that sale, whether it be 15%, 20%, I would imagine that your margins are pretty high. And so you could take 15 or 20% of what you're making and put it into a marketing bucket, right? The rest is going back into your, your material costs. And when you get the, the, the money the, you know, to pay somebody to build out your website, then you do that. Mm-hmm. And now you have a storefront. Now yeah. you've got uh, online real estate to send people to. And that's crucial for a couple of reasons. 
I know I said I only had one thing, but I'm kind of, I feel like I'm going into the next thing, right? Yeah, you did. You transitioned into, so number one is yeah. like really utilizing social media, yeah. that free low-hanging fruit, until you can um, get a website. Yeah. And I know that there are services out there that you can you can access you know, pretty cheaply monthly to build you out a website, but say for instance, you're not tech savvy. You want to pull somebody in that can help help build you a good website that's going to have good SEO. They know how to build it. They know how to make it work. Um, let's, just, let's just say, for instance, you do not know anything about websites. You don't even know like how to buy a domain name, right? So you're going to pay somebody to build you a website. Now you've got a website. Now you've got a place to collect even more emails, you know, your email campaign is going to be massive because then you could start sending out emails and promotions, uh, the new stuff coming out. If you're doing seasonal work, you can start promoting seasonal work and people are getting these emails, so on and so on. And that's where I would go next. Once you get that marketing budget up and you can you know, lay down a couple thousand dollars to build a website, that's what I would do next. So I want to back up just a little bit and talk more about why a website is important and the different avenues that you can take. You can, especially if you're selling a physical product, there are multiple platforms, e-commerce platforms out there. The Shopify's, the like WooCommerce, there's a bunch out there that you can build your own website using their platform for a relatively inexpensive cost. Squarespace is another one. Squarespace. Yeah. Um, and Squarespace is even a more robust website tool. So there are absolutely platforms out there that you can utilize that are more cost effective for somebody starting out. For somebody who maybe doesn't understand the tech side of it or gets lost in those tech details or you know, just generally doesn't want to do it. One of the things we like to suggest, depending on your business, but, and your ultimate goal, because I will side note, say, this is where knowing your numbers and knowing your end goal is really important. If your end goal is to just keep this as a side hustle, then maybe going with a lower end website platform or Shopify type of platform makes the most sense for you. If your end goal is to scale and grow your business, then it might make more sense to own your own website. And that's one of the things that we do with our clients is that we build, um, we use WordPress, but we build custom responsive websites where they actually own the content on them and they're not borrowing the space of another platform. Because just like social media is basically borrowed land, like you're renting to use their space. You're also renting to utilize other um, other platforms out there. And, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a part of our world now where you have to be, you have to remember that you're not in complete control. Algorithms change, policies change. Political climate, cultural climates change, and big companies have been making decisions that we've never seen them make before. And as a 
entrepreneur and a business owner in the online space, whether you agree with it or not, it's important for you to know. So we always encourage clients to have a website and have an email list. And when I say email list, I mean utilizing an email service provider where you can capture emails through a lead magnet, through a website, through your Facebook group, and then send out automated campaigns. So this isn't from a Gmail email or a Yahoo or AOL. AOL if you're like the five people <laughs> we out both there. said AOL at the same time. <laughs> Use AOL. Wow. Oh, I love you if you're out there and you have an AOL. Email but why? My, my question is, <laughs> is why? Why do you still because, have an, an AOL because account? Because they still need their AIM handle and they don't want to lose it. You remember AIM? Yes. <laughs> oh, you know, goodness. I was just thinking about my AOL. I don't know if I ever had an actual AOL email. Maybe I did. I don't know. But anyway. Okay, that's that's funny. Side note. But that is step number two. When you are at a place to bring your audience to a website, however you however you want to build and create that website, because you have more control over it, you get to you get to point people to a place that you can dictate what happens. Um it really is important when it comes to growing and scaling your business. And then it's also required in order to use an email service provider, such as MailChimp, MailerLite, that's one of the ones uh, we recommend, ConvertKit, email marketing service providers that help you segment your email list, market to your email list, send out automated marketing campaigns. Um, you've all seen it when you are shopping on a website and you're going through the checkout and then you leave for whatever reason and you get an email. Hey, you've left a few things in the cart. Are you ready to check out? That is from an email service provider. So again, when you have those emails, you're no longer at the mercy of your social media account, uh, something going haywire and your group being shut down for some reason, or the algorithm changes for some reason, and you're not getting a, enough traffic. If that is the only place that you are making sales, you are putting all of your eggs in the wrong basket because you don't have control over it. So I hope that makes sense. Why we really encourage people to eventually have their own website and really utilize that email list. I hope that makes sense. Why we strongly encourage people to get their business on their own website and truly utilize an email list to grow their business, to promote sales, and to scale. And so the next point we're going to cover is scaling. And scaling is whenever you are kind of, I feel like whenever you're just kind of like, your cells are just through the roof and you've got to automate your business, pivot your business, do something, or you're ready. You're just at a place where you're just ready to take the next step 
to grow. And Melissa has some really great ideas and I'm going to let her take this section and I'm going to sit back and just watch the, the fire uh, flow. And um, so we really hope that this is bringing you guys some value. So I'm going to pass it off to Melissa. This is a lot of times the part that Joshua and I will jump to. When we're talking with somebody who has a new business idea or is thinking about something or they just launched something, we automatically go to that like vision casting mode. You can do this and you can do this. And so often it's why we wanted to do this episode because so often that foundational, the foundational things aren't in place yet. Having a website, having the capability to collect emails and send out, you know, promotions of the week or a flash sale to somebody's inbox. So social media is number one. Number two is access to your website and an email provider. And then you're ready to where we go and have a field day with is just to get creative about what could your business actually look like. So when, when I was thinking about an earring brand, somebody making handmade earrings, one of the first things I thought of was, oh, there should be an earring monthly subscription box, like $29 a month that, you know, you get three earrings or two earrings, whatever that value works out to with some freebies thrown in there, but continue as a business owner, I would think of what can I put out there to help steady the income I'm bringing in to help bring in recurring revenue every month. And where my head went to was a sub, sub, I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying it. My head went to a subscription box. And there's even fun things you can do within that. Maybe you have a style quiz, which is another great way to capture emails, by the way. But a style quiz of which, what's your style of earring. And maybe you have three or four types archetypes, I think is what they're called. And so every month you send the fashionista these earrings and every month you send the modern chick these earrings or whatever they're called. Um, so I think that's a really fun and tangible way for you as a business owner to bring in recurring revenue that's a little bit more guaranteed. Sure, you're going to have some people who cancel it and that stuff or cards get declined. But it helps steady your income. It helps solidify a customer base. And it helps you forecast for the future. Because the other thing that's going to be required for you to scale is to teach somebody how to do what you do. That's actually one thing that I'm learning in business in general the number one way to scale is to train somebody to replace you. No matter how hard you think that is. No matter how much you think you're irreplaceable in your business, you actually shouldn't be. So teaching somebody to help you with make the earrings, teaching them how to do it, how to do the details. So now you are 
increasing the amount of earrings that you can actually make, increasing the amount of earrings that you can sell, and then giving yourself the opportunity to step back and work more on the business instead of being so heads down in the business. Some other fun ideas that I was thinking was, and babe, jump in if you have any um, any fun inspirational ideas. Was nothing, nothing yet. <laughs> custom, custom designs. So there is a brand out there that they make primarily notebooks, journals, planners some mugs and their the way their website's built is you scroll through like i don't know over a hundred types of designs that you can pick for your cover of the notebook and then you get to the next page and you can type in your name and you can pick the font and it's a very customizable process and I was thinking about, okay, I, I love that ability. I love to be able to customize what it is I want. I'm going to pay a premium for it. Um, I know it's going to be a longer time to create, especially if there's something handmade. But I started thinking, how could this person who has an earring business take that idea and make it realistic in a profitable way, right? Because we want we want this to be profitable. We don't want to just give you more work for the same amount of margin. And I thought about bulk custom ordering. So think of a bride who has a bridal party of eight and she wants her bridesmaids to all wear the same earrings. So that matched their dresses. So a bulk order of custom earrings. That was it's a good thing. idea. That's amazing. It's good, right? Yeah. And you can definitely streamline the process. You could have 10 colors to choose from and certain designs that they can yeah. put on or shapes or what, you know, you can, you can streamline it. So it's not like a, I want yeah, like a free for all, a like, free for yeah. all. And mm-hmm. you have to figure out how to make this you got really 10 colors thing. and five different designs. Like, you know, just throw that out there. Like, yeah doesn't have to be those exact numbers, but that's a phenomenal idea. Or even, I mean, I was thinking like bridal parties or even I don't know, like teams, dance teams, sororities, groups where there's like that identity. Yeah. Where they all want to, ma- you know, whatever yeah, it is they all want to match. awesome. So those were some of my ideas that I actually just, again, me and Joshua just immediately jumped to those like, longer term ideas. Another thing that you could do is also partner with other boutiques, other makers and build an even bigger subscription box or a seasonal subscription box. Yeah. Again, that's a little bit more logistics involved, but think about how it is that you want to scale and grow your business in order to really Focus on the things that are going to scale the way you want them to scale. You Again, you need to know what your goal is, which I think it would be really fun to do in a future episode. By the way, if you enjoyed this type of episode, let us know. And if you have a specific business 
that you want to dive into or you have a, a question or a scenario that you want us to kind of take a stab at of working out, we would love to do that because it is really helpful for us to have real world scenarios. That's when we light up, when we get to talk to somebody and, and hear what it is that they're passionate about and what goals that they are looking to achieve. So know the goals, know what that end line is yeah. for you and then work your way backwards. And we hope we gave some practical advice. If you have a product out there that you're wanting to say, to sell or to scale or to start, we hope we gave you some practical advice and honestly, some encouragement that you can start right now. Again, there are businesses that are six, seven figures who built it without a website and who built it, you know, figuring their, figuring their way into it using social media. Yeah. Basically building the plane, um, as it's flying. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds scary, but yes. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening today. We really appreciate, um, you taking the time out. If this has been helpful for you, let us know, give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, all the links are in the show notes. So thank you so much, uh, for being part of this journey with us. Now go out and build your legacy. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share with a friend and be sure to subscribe on your favorite streaming app. You can find us at 414creative.com and on Instagram at 414creativestudios. Thank you for being here. It was an honor to spend this time with you. I hope you were inspired. Now go out and create your legacy.